A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Okay, so if I am following the story correctly, if I put an eye patch on my face and start going house of black, house of black, house of black, say it three times into a mirror, Malachi Black and his buddies will appear. Okay, cool. Here I am, Pirate Simon, house of black, house of black, house of black. Been doing this for like a week and nothing is happening. Hello, my name is Simon Miller. I'm a very weird individual, but I also have this, the finger of power, and that allows me to watch wrestling and give the good bits up and the bad bits are down. And because AEW just had a recent show known as Dynamite, I pondered it and thought, well, that sounds like a good idea. Bless up those doubts. Cole started this week's Dynamite, and I tell you, this guy, he just gets mega pops even though he's meant to be a heel. He was going to be joining the commentary team here, and I completely understood why, because he wanted to be up close and personal as a fish, a creature from the ocean, took on a human male. I mean, we are living in fantastic times. Or more to the point, it was Bobby Fish taking on Jeff Hardy and Bobby Fish and Adam Cole are friends. But also, this was an Owen Hart Cup qualifying match. And honestly, I tell you now, if you get to the building and someone goes, oh, hey, you're the first match on Dynamite, you now have to smash it because that is what every single person is doing every single week. And I wouldn't say this is the absolutely greatest wrestling contest you're ever going to see, but it was damn fun especially in the early going, when Jeff Hardy accidentally pushed his taunt button, or maybe he was just trying to build up his meters. But also, let's not forget that Jeff is past 40 now, and at one point, when they're on the outside, Bobby grabbed him and just launched him into Barry Barricade. I mean, that guy's all kind of crazy. Sting and Darby Allen were also watching this from the rafters, and if anybody else was doing that, it would be creepy. Like, imagine you were doing a play, and you looked up, and there I was. You'd be like, someone needs to get that bald a-hole out of here. And in the meantime, Bobby Fish was swimming wild. I mean, at one point, he hit an avalanche falcon arrow onto Jeff Hardy, and when Jeff kicked out too, he went straight into a knee bar. As it turned out, though, this was the beginning of the end for Bobby because Jeff Hardy got out of that. He hit the whisper in the wind, which always looks like it really hurts. Then he hit the swanton bomb, one, two, three, which means Jeff Hardy just qualified for the Owen Hart Cup. The Young Bucks came out afterwards to attend to their buddy, but also to eyeball the Hardys. And seriously, we should do this match at the Double or Nothing pay-per-view. I know we have seen it before, but never on a big stage. 
can make me very happy. We then just had the best video featuring William Regal and the Blackpool Combat Club, which you need to go and see right now, or you may have already seen because it went nuts on social media. And that's right, so many people going, oh my gosh, why do they show this on Twitter? They should show it on Dynamite. Well, they're listening, and that's exactly what they did. It was also very well timed because out came the BCC. This week, their victims were the Butcher, the Blade, and Angelico. But here's the thing when it comes to the Butcher. I mean, look at the guy. It looks like he's going to murder you. Well, I sat there and pondered, well, how the hell are they going to do this? And as it turned out, a great way to neutralize anyone is to just drop them right on their head. So Wheeler Uta got in there. He looked at the Butcher and was like, oh my gosh, you didn't give me a discount. And he did exactly that. Around this time, John Moxley also got the hot tag. He was just crushing fools, including grabbing the blade and throwing him into Rita the ring steps. And because the butcher then wanted to get back involved, do you know what Mox did? He bit him. Yep, that'll do it. This basically left Brian Danielson and Helico in the ring. And as his pals took out the other two guys, he did indeed kick his head in. He applied the triangle and Helico had to tap out. And honestly, if these guys don't become some form of tag team champions at some point, what are we doing? They are like a runaway steam train right now. And everybody is being mowed over. And it probably is going to be Brian and John going for this accolade. But don't call them Brian and John. That sounds like two guys from a county. We then got going with all this stuff between Ricky Starks, Powerhouse Hobbs, and the Jurassic Express. Because as Team Taz was cutting a promo, Jungle Boy and the crew interrupted. That is 40 AEW interruptions and 114 overall in wrestling. And Jungly Jim's point was this. Look, you want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. And why don't you put that FTR title on the line? FTW, whatever the hell it's called. And all of this absolutely feels like somebody is going to go heel. I mean, maybe it's Christian Cage. Maybe Luchasaurus decides, I don't like these human beings because they wiped out my species. Or maybe Jungle Boy surprises us all. But you know there's a curve here as well. Because after this, we cut to Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland. They're like, don't forget, we still hate Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs too. So what we need to do here is a three-way for the tag titles. Because then once again, I will be a please bum. Wardlow time was next. AEW are just smashing this. He came out to his stripped back entrance and under house arrest, although he still got a massive reaction, which is when MJF and Sean Spears joined the party. And of course they told us, ha ha, here is your surprise mystery opponent. But it wasn't a surprise mystery opponent at all because it was W. Morrissey, the former big cast. Now this is just cool because it makes wrestling feel like one giant ecosystem where anybody can turn up. But also, my word, one W. Morrissey has got himself into great shape, which you already know if you've been watching him Impact, but also two, he reminds you here straight away, I may be seven feet tall and you can't teach that, but I'm also surprisingly agile. He was also just hurling Wardlow around to begin with, including this black hole slam. I don't mean to sound like a broken record, but I will do. It was just big meaty men slapping man meat. I will forever love Big E for coming up with that saying. We did continue to circumvent expectations though, because the way Wardlow got back into this was by hitting a damn moonsault. And I was like, well, that didn't make any sense. And then he hit one singular powerbomb onto Morrissey and he got the one, two, three. And look, would it have been great if he had hit all four? Of course it would have been. But 
I did a video about this recently. Let's all take care of each other. This was the way to do it. And it's doubly true because the aftermath of this flubbed me sideways. Because a bunch of security guards came out and Wardlow was like, no, I'm done. I hate every single one of you. And he beat the living hell out of them. But he does it with so much ferocity and so much intensity. I was there on my chair going, yeah, get Wardlow, flub him up. Me just started to eat these fools alive. And the way he does it is so damn cool. And this is when Braxwell came back out and he was like, all right, you want to fight me? You want to fight me? Well, we will fight. But I have some stipulations, which we'll talk about next week when we do a contract signing. Now, this has led the internet to go, oh man, all of MGS feuds are exactly the same. Oh yeah? Every single beat-em-up I've ever played is also exactly the same. And what do I do when a new beat-em-up comes out? I want it to be exactly the same, because if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I can't wait for this. We then got to confirm that Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter will indeed take on Tony Storm and Ruby Soho, because they were all backstage here pointing at each other. When Hangman Adam Page came to the ring, my word. And the reason for such astoundment is that our champion wasn't playing around because he did say, that's right, a double or nothing. It is going to be me versus CM Punk. And it would be very easy for me to take this microphone and say, I cannot wait to fight the best in the world. But I ain't going to do that. Instead, he said that not only is he going to destroy CM Punk, but that their contest is not going to be a Bret Hart masturbatory match. That's it. He's done it. He's got some real edge and not the dude that sits in the big chair. I mean, he even picked on a CM Punk fan in the crowd and said, I see you're wearing that merchandise, but when I'm done with him, you will take it back to the merch stand for a refund or you'll burn it. I don't know why he was so mad. I don't know why he was so upset. This may be my favorite version of the cowboy yet. And it was just like he took a bunch of attitude and shoved it up his ass. And he also went, don't worry, CM Punk ain't here tonight. Because if my gambling predictions are correct, he's probably off filming another TV show. And if you get that wink, wink, nudge, nudge, you on the same page as me. He finished off by saying he will embarrass CM Punk at the pay-per-view. So a round of applause for this guy. He took this opportunity and he whacked it out the park. And now I cannot wait to see what we're going to do here. I mean, is he going to cheat to win? Can you believe it? If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Jay Lethal sat down sing and Sanjay Dutt were then all angry and mad upset because we had just seen a video for the incoming to her. And Jay Lethal was like, well, why does he get a red carpet? Not even his fault, but I want some kind of red carpet. He was not doing limbo at the time. He was so pissed off about this though, he said he wants a match on Rampage and that will probably be pretty good when it was time for some sports entertainment or Chris Jericho versus Santana. As the JAS and Eddie Kingston's friends all hate each other, Santana just did a dive to start this off and then everybody was throwing fisticuffs at everybody else. And there was this really good bit where Jericho was gonna do his whole, <laughs> I've got a camera, I'm gonna flip you off. When Santana realized this, he instead stuck his middle finger up then he punched Chris Jericho right in the face. Chris has gone full asshole now, so he was using the referee as the shield and ensuring the rest of the Jericho Appreciation Society were casting distraction. But you know the deal here. Santana is always paying tribute to Eddie Guerrero. He did the three amigos. He hit the frog splash. Everybody in the arena was going, Eddie, Eddie. I love the fact that it's almost been 20 years any of us have forgotten. Jericho was still able to lock in the walls to no avail, and this is when Santana smashed him with a cutter. But at the same time, Angelo Parker and Daniel Garcia started freaking out, so they went and got Floyd the baseball bat. Ortiz put a stop to that because of course he did. This is when Jake Hagar tried to get in the ring, but Santana was like, no, and he murked him with a lariat. But you know the deal here. They are a bunch of sports entertainers, so they're gonna use all the sports entertainment tactics. Cause there was just too many bodies and after Matt Maynard had done the funniest and best distraction I've ever seen in my life, Chris Jericho took his hand, he smacked Santana right in the balls, he then hit the Judas effect and he pinned him and afterwards too, the whole Jericho Appreciation Society beat the crap out of Santana on the tees because one, the story here is the numbers game, but also Eddie Kingston wasn't able to come to work because as the commentators reminded us, Somebody had thrown <laughs> a fireball into his face. And the only other place you could get away with that excuse is if you're in the Street Fighter tournament. Even better than all of this too is that Jericho has started calling himself the wizard because of course he's pretending this came out of his hands. So all of this was fantastic. All of this, surprise, surprise, is entertaining, which I believe is the idea. Um, it was skit time after this when Samoa Joe cut the most fiery promo you've ever heard in your life. And if I was Jay Lethal, I'd be worried I am going to die. When the acclaimed had a meeting with the gun club, this was the best thing on Dynamite. Because Danny Gunn, Austin and Colton did have some presence for this tag team. And of course it was some scissors. And then they all started to do the scissoring. Now I can only assume this means they've come together to form a bigger group. But who the hell knows? All I care about is that I was laughing my ass off as ever. 
Goofy Wrestling for Life. We then finally had a segment that's been a long time coming, and it must have worked to some degree, because I sat there and I leant forward in my chair and I put on my intrigue face. But it was the varsity blondes in the ring who were telling us how humble they were to take on the House of Black, but they're done with that now because for the last few months these three idiots have been screwing with them, so it's time to take these bones and have a fight. And if you can believe it, Brian Pillman even called him out. This is when the lights did go out and when they came back on. Malachi Black, Buddy Matthews and Brody King wrecked these fools. I mean, honestly, if you told me they'd secretly had a gun, I believed you within about 30 seconds. They were just down. It all led to Julia Hart being trapped in the corner as she started shrieking because she was so scared. But this is when Buddy grabbed her hand, walked her to my man Griff Garrison, and gave her a chair as basically like, hit him, join our ranks, we need to do it. And Julia did lift up the chair, but at the last second she hesitated. And then this went very bad because the House of Black cornered her and was like, why didn't you do it? I have serious problems because I was actually going, yeah, smacking, which makes no sense because I love the Varsity Blondes. And of course, eventually out came Death Triangle to chase these guys off. But it does leave me in a very interesting position because I don't really know what to do. Because on the one hand, this is really compelling and I think AEW should go full in with this and allow Julia Hart to join their ranks. But on the other, kind of felt like we should have made a decision here. I mean, this has been going the longest time. So we are clearly playing the long game and hands up, I would always appreciate every wrestling company going to do that. Do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to be that guy. I'm going to ruin my own system because I'm going to give it an up because I thought the angle was good and I'm glad it's playing out on TV. But I'm going to give the fact that Julia Hart is still somewhere in the middle a down. That's right. What's the point of the show? Well, that's what my parents say to me about my own life. Sometimes there's just no answer. So it's one up <laughs> and one down. Jay Carr giving the baddies with them backstage. And I tell you this, as a threesome, they just look absolutely awesome. And if we do treat them right, they will get right to the top. Although, yes, we still do need an explanation as to why Red Velvet is a bad guy now. Even though, let's face it, she is doing a pretty damn good job. We then had more Owen Hart Cup qualifying matches. And it was Phoenix versus Dante Martin. I mean, what do you even want me to say? Because what they did here is they took the idea of gravity and they just flushed it down the toilet. I know I've said this before, I'll say it again. But they cannot be of this earth. They must be aliens that have snuck down onto our planet and decided wrestling was the best way to cover it up. I can't believe some of the things they did it. I mean, the sheer agility. I mean, we had inverted springboard Spanish flies. We had this crazy gut wrench. We had hurricanranas with twists. So they became super hurricanranas, cross bodies where people were leaping up to the moon. I mean, at one point they were both on the top rope. They went to do another Spanish fly and they landed on their feet. I could try to do that 900,722 times and on every occasion I'd break my neck. The person I'd be doing it with would say, Simon, would you stop? And I'd say, no, because i got a problem. This just went on and on and on as I sat there and clapped until Phoenix eventually won with his fire driver. I mean, honestly, I have not done a good job in telling you how excellent this was, but I cannot believe that you could not enjoy this. Some people are on oh, there's too much moves, they don't sell enough. Who cares? I want that, but I also want this. These two guys are some of the best in the world at it. It is definitely getting it up. We then had our Owen Hart men's bracket revealed. And not only is Darby Allen going to be taking on Jeff Hardy. Darby was here and all like, oh my gosh, can't believe I'm going to take on Jeff Hardy. I suppose he was tired. But there is also a joker in the pack 
who is going to be taking on Samoa Joe. Now, if this is Miro, I'm going to fall over and die. But there's other people it could be, such as Cesaro. What's this face? We then also continued our build to double or nothing too, because out came our AEW Women's Champion, Thunder Rosa. We went full on story here too, as Rosa told us how proud she was to hold this title and how she wants to become the best champion ever. And the only way to do that is to take on challengers. So one, can the new number one contender please get out here? But also two, it's a women that back in the day, I traveled eight hours to see. So look at all these narrative C's adding up. It was Serena Deeb who very matter-of-factly said, look, I believe the AEW women's division could become the best in the world. But to do that, the best women's wrestler in the world needs to hold that belt. So you see what she was doing here, shots fired. She totally believes that at the pay-per-view she will be taking this belt and this match is absolutely going to rock. And my favorite thing about this is it wasn't Thunder Rosa said things, stop, and then Serena Deeb said things, stop. They were talking over each other. They were replying to what the other person was saying. Sometimes in other wrestling promotions, we don't do that. It's a bit like a robot going, I want to fight. And the person goes, okay, that sounds good. Make it feel real. John Silver then told us he's going to be facing CM Punk next week and also said he was the meat man. So he's automatically my new favorite wrestler. And then it was time for our main event, Diona Perazzo taking on Mercedes Martinez to finally see who the real Ring of Honor world champion was going to be. It really did feel like the idea here was not only to re-establish the ROH brand, but to tell AEW fans you're probably going to see more of Diona and more of Mercedes going forward. Now, this did mean that the fans in the arena went a bit quiet, but sometimes you need to do that. You need to sacrifice TV time in order to get other people over. It did mean that I'm not totally sure that the audience is buying into these championships at the moment, but hopefully we're going to fix this as they did go and I thought they had a pretty solid good match. The craziest part is when Martinez speared Perazzo off the apron and that looked like it absolutely sucked and when Diana was teasing the pile driver Mercedes thought to herself well I don't really want my skull to crack into the floor so instead she just needs her right here. Eventually they realized they were an impasse so they did what all experienced wrestlers do they started going for the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment but no matter how many times they went for it the other one had a plan. It was kind of surprising though because as soon as we were out of this Mercedes Martinez hit a Samoan driver. She followed up with the curb stomp when she realized, oh my gosh, I'm in a position to apply the dragon sleeper. And I looked at the clock and went, oh man, this has to be the finish because dynamite's about to end. And yeah, Perazzo did tap out and Mercedes Martinez is your brand new Ring of Honor world champion. Good for her. This was more than fine though and Tony Khan continues to build his brand new wrestling empire. And I think it's a very exciting time to be a wrestling fan. Which brought us to the end of yet another episode of AEW Dynamite. Well, this one was a little bit lackluster. Like, there was nothing on that made you go, oh, I can't believe it. And you started shivering. We are absolutely headed to the pay-per-view. We have a destination. And I'm giving it up. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway. Like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market